Okay, so let's just start. Um, my name is Adria, and I am a nurse, a burned out nurse, um, lived through the wonderful pandemic COVID that we have going on still. Um, and I don't know, just want to talk, just want to talk about life and talk about things in my everyday life, things in the world, just whatever comes up. So I thought I'd share a story uh, from yesterday that I found interesting. Um, went over to my sister-in-law's um, to help give a shot to um, her, her niece who needed a shot given and um, got over there and they were all sick. And my sister-in-law tells me it is a cold that she has. And I'm keeping my distance, you know, just not wanting to get sick. Um, but like all of us have just been a little bit more laxed about COVID and really more just tired. I think we're all just exhausted from COVID. Um, and, and just you know, as a nurse, I, I just don't even want to think about COVID anymore. I, I hate COVID. I going through that was not just the, the physical attributes of being a nurse going through COVID, but the mental um, and emotional impact it had on the healthcare industry um, was really, really hard and quite disheartening um, for a lot of us. So I'm keeping my distance from her. And, you know, later in the conversation, I give her, her niece the shot that she needs and um, I ask, you know, how did you get sick? Were you around somebody that was sick? And she proceeds to tell me that she was around someone who was sick. They had a family game night and one of her family members was sick. And turns out that person tested positive for COVID. And <laughs> luckily, I guess at this point, we were outside on their front lawn and we all just backed up like 10, 20 feet. And I'm, I'm just in shock that someone who's exposed to COVID, who is sick, their entire family is sick with obvious COVID symptoms, um, does not tell me about this exposure and invites me over to give this shot to her niece. Uh, so just very disheartening. Um, Today, I, I got a text from her saying that, you know what, they tested and guess what, it's super shocking, everyone, they have COVID. So now I've been directly exposed to COVID. Um, I have been one of the very fortunate people in this world that at least hasn't had COVID from what I know. Um, maybe I've had it and I was asymptomatic, that's totally possible. Um, but I haven't had a COVID case where I've become really sick and known that I've had COVID. So I feel like I've escaped COVID. I, you know, it's, you know, like, um, survivor and, and I've escaped COVID so far in the last two, three years that we've been going through this. Um, so I guess we'll see over the next week if I develop symptoms um, of COVID. And now I'm in the place where I've got to decide, um, you know, how much exposure 
um, I am going to give other people. You know, wearing a face mask, trying not to go out in public. And, and I know we're all tired of it. And I know there's a lot of people who just don't care anymore. Um, and I get it. I totally get it. And part of me is right there with you. I, I just don't want to care anymore because I'm exhausted from caring about COVID. Um, but I also don't want to get it. I don't want to have the long-term symptoms that many people who get COVID still have. I don't want to spread COVID to other people that could potentially still die from this virus or become very ill. Um, so yeah, just really disappointing. And um, I don't know, I, I just struggle to understand um, as tired as I am as, with COVID and, and maybe it's because I'm a nurse and I still have a part of me that is, you know, trying very hard to practice infection control and standard precautions um, that I don't want to be exposed. And if you know that you have COVID or most likely have COVID and you were directly exposed and, you know, let's just do a little education moment for those that may not know this, um, because it's shocking to me that you that that people either don't know this or are ignorant to it or ignore it. But if you are around someone who is COVID positive and you have prolonged exposure and you then become ill days after that exposure with someone who had COVID then most likely, 99% likely, you have COVID. And it doesn't really matter anymore how you test because these COVID strands are not testing positive um, as much so as they used to. But just making that common sense link to know, okay, I was with someone who had COVID and now I am sick with the same symptoms you have COVID. So you're welcome if you were wondering about that um, because I just don't understand um, how you wouldn't put that together. So I'm, I'm frustrated. I love my sister-in-law. I love my family, um, but very frustrated that, um, you know, you, you wouldn't tell someone that, that you were exposed like this. So anyway, I, I'm sure I'll get a lot of um, hate mail over that, but you know what? It doesn't matter. Anything we say nowadays, you just, people get angry. But that's my little service announcement for today. Uh, let's see. So, you know, I thought, I, I decided to do this podcast um, because really I'm burned out. I'm burned out as a nurse. I think that the last two or three years have been really difficult um, for all of us, not just nurses, but for all of us. Uh, we went through just a really tough time with a lot of turmoil and um, and we're coming out of it, I believe, but um, it's taken a toll on society and on people individually. And uh, I've been kind of soul searching, searching for what I want to do in life. I'm not sure if I want to be a nurse anymore. I've been a nurse for over 20 years. Um, and I'm at the point in my life where I'm trying to figure out, do I want to still do this or do I want to do something different? 
and I, I, I took some time off um, from work and just started trying to get creative and, and just allow myself to feel, you know, things that make me happy. And I thought, you know, maybe, maybe doing a podcast might be fun, might be a fun hobby. Um, I'd like to try it. I'd like to, to just speak my words and, and get them out there and whatever happens to it happens to it. But I just needed something different, um, to maybe distract myself or to, um, expand myself. Um, because my whole life has really been, um, focused on my career with my nursing career. And, uh, I just want to try to explore other avenues and, and do do things that make me happy. So that's why I'm doing this, um, because I, I just want to I don't know. Who cares, right? Who cares? Who cares what I want? Uh what do we talk about? It's interesting when you plug the microphone in. Um, you you get this sense of pressure, this sense of responsibility that I that I need to be interesting, um, and I don't want to be I don't want to be anything. I just want to be myself. Um, so here we are. Here here I am doing my podcast. It totally sucks. That's okay. Um, my first, my first recording ever, uh, you know, getting this microphone was, was a feat. Um, getting a, a program, um, was a feat to record these things. Um, and I still have no idea what I'm doing. So I kind of crack myself up because, uh, we'll, we'll just see where this lands and, and how this even sounds. Um, if it even works, um, you know, I, I would eventually like to get to a place where um, I can laugh and, and talk about funny things. But I think it just really depends on the mood I'm in and what I want to talk about. And, you know, right now I'm kind of in a down mood. Um, and I'm not sure why I've, I've suffered a long time family history of depression and anxiety had that forever kind of comes and goes um and so you know maybe it's that people people who who have depression and, and, and anxiety probably understand what I'm talking about it's nothing in particular that's making me depressed or making me feel anxious I think that's one of the most frustrating parts of depression and anxiety is I wish I knew what it was that was making me feel this way so that I could fix it and not feel this way. But most of the time, it's just a feeling in your gut and in your body that you have and you just can't get rid of the feeling of just feeling blah and anxious and agitated and irritable and frustrated. Um... 
And then there's moments where you kind of get that clarity, right? Where you're like, oh my gosh, like it's the depression and the anxiety have subsided and I can feel um, life. I can feel happiness and joy and, and those moments are fleeting, but I do, I do love those moments and can be happy and laugh. Um, but... You know, the good news about depression and anxiety is it typically makes for a very funny, sarcastic person. Um, so I do promise that at some points I, I can be quite hilarious um, and quite sarcastic, maybe to my demise. Um, but today, just feeling a little down. Um, make working working my way through through a Tuesday, um, trying to get through the week, right? Like all of us are, and trying to uh, figure out this world we live in, and and figure out where we fit in, and and do things that that we need to do to live, and and try to do things that make us feel fulfilled. And I think that's what I'm I'm looking for is. What What is it that's going to fill my cup? Because um, I haven't had that for a long time in my career. And I say a long time. I, I'd say really the last few years. And um, I do wonder if, if COVID didn't happen, if I'd still be feeling this way, if I'd still be burned out. Healthcare is an industry with, you know, high burnout rates. Um, but... I think COVID definitely had an impact where it really has accelerated that feeling uh, more so in me and in many around me. I think it was emotionally difficult to watch the world react to the healthcare um, professionals in the way that they did. Um, many many supportive people and those people are wonderful and great and thank you um but many people who really bashed um nurses and physicians and healthcare and became experts in the healthcare field overnight um because of their strong um delusional beliefs about COVID and really throwing any of us under the bus. And I think that made it even more difficult because we were under so much pressure. We were so overworked. We were dying. Um, we were getting yelled at. We had people that didn't even believe this thing was real. Um, and to just be kicked when we were already down was really hard, was really hard. And I, and I think that um, we're seeing that impact now in people um, because I think previous to this, um, nurses and, and the healthcare industry were celebrated and, and thought of as heroes um, for all of the hard work that we already did, the long hours we put in, the overtime, the issues with... Um, shortages nursing shortages and staffing issues um, but we always wanted to be there for our patients and our families and take care of them um, because we knew we had to and there wasn't anyone else who could do it um, and, and taking on extra shifts because there was absolutely no one else um, that would take that shift but patients needed to be taken care of and so we're already were we were already tired 
we were already burned out, but I think what helped us keep going is the love and respect from society um, was a big part of it. And I think teachers feel this way too. Um, but then to see the, the hate and the disrespect and people that had no clue what was going on um, try to tell the world all of these fabricated lies about COVID and what and about what was happening in the hospitals. Um, but I was there and I saw what was happening in our healthcare industry. I saw people dying. I saw my fellow nurses die. Um, and, and that impacts you. So it, it was hard to take um, listening, listening to those folks and, and not taking it personally. Um, and not letting it impact you. I think that was that was difficult. And I think really a big part of, of my burnout is just to really understand and see um, where society is. And, and I think, too, that I guess in a good way, I'm not sure. I can't decide if this is good or bad. But I think the last few years have really exposed um, how, where society is really at. I, I almost feel like we had a population of people that were, didn't have the avenues maybe to be as vocal as they are now. Um, and I really think it is um, a mental health issue. I think a lot of these folks have some significant mental health issues. Um, I think it's also a matter of education and our education level in in this um, nation and our, des our desperate need for better mental health um, support in this nation. And I think as horrible and difficult these years have been, I think it really uncovered um, a, a great big festering wound that we have in the nation that needs to be healed. And, and I guess I say that's good news because now we all have a much better understanding of where our nation is and the problems that we're having, the issues that are arising, the concerns that are coming up. Um, and I'm hopeful, I try to be hopeful, it's difficult. I'm hopeful that exposing this new tissue, this new this wound that has been festering there will maybe give us an opportunity to try to heal it. And I think I have to hope that. Otherwise, you know, all hope is lost. It's it's detrimental. Well, short and sweet signing off. Just wanted to test this out. Anybody listening, I hope that um, you are doing well and uh, surviving.